Welcome to the Wealth Builder Show. I am Sean Stewart. With over 20 years of personal finance experience, I am excited to share with you the process in bite-sized steps on how to build wealth. Let's get into the show. This is the Wealth Builder Show with Sean Stewart. Over the last 30 years, I have worked in the financial services industry. I have been helping people to repair their credit for the last 15 years. I've got a book out. It's called It Starts With Your Credit. So if you are looking to fix your own credit, purchase the book. It'll take you step-by-step on how to do that. I also have an online course that goes into further detail on every step that you need to take to repair your credit. You can find that online book at my website, www.guidingyourcredit.com. Today's episode, we're going to talk again about collection agencies and collection agency attorneys. The tactics that they use to get you to pay and, you know, bad things happen to good people. I'm not saying you shouldn't pay. I think that if you have the means to pay, you should pay if you owe the money. Now, collection agencies and collection agency attorneys, they are able to purchase debts, purchase your debts. Say you had a credit card. You weren't able to pay that credit card. The credit card company sent it to a collection agency. The collection agency that happens to be a good size collection agency purchases, say, 10000 10, uh, credit cards that people own, um, and they purchase it typically at pennies on the dollar. So let's say you owe 10,000, they may purchase that debt for 100. Well, guess how much they're going to turn around and charge you for 10,000. Now you owe the debt, you use the money, the 10,000 to, to, like I said, pay, you know, buy things. And therefore, um, therefore, if you have the means, you should pay it back. Sometimes, the amounts that they are stating that you owe are not accurate. Sometimes in, well, most of the time and how they're reporting it to the credit bureaus is not accurate. And that's why I mentioned my book. And that's why I mentioned my online course, because when you review credit reports, you'll, you know, statistics show that 79% of credit reports contain errors. So even if the account is yours, even if you didn't pay, but if if it's reporting inaccurately, it could actually be causing your credit score to be lower than what it should be. So you there are keys, there are tools that you could use, tactics that you could use to get the accounts off of your credit report. Now, what do credit what do the collection agencies do? Well, after they purchase the debt, they will send you a letter. It's called the Dunning letter. It's basically stating that we've purchased your debt. Um, Here's what the balance is. You have 30 days to respond to this letter before we continue collection activity. And that includes reporting it to to the credit bureaus because reporting to the credit bureaus is a, another way of saying that they are collecting a debt. What happens a lot of the time is that you or someone um, or someone else, they don't actually get that letter in the mail or they get the letter days before the 30 day time period. And 
it's not always clear about what the collection agency is going to do. So if you don't respond to the letter, you get a collection account on your credit report. If the collection agency, if they're calling the wrong address or if they're mailing or if they are sending letters to the wrong address, you could find yourself in a situation where now they are going to place a judgment on you if you do not respond within the time frame that they are allotted. 30 days, but every state has different rules. And so this is a really big deal. My client, my, I've had, interestingly enough, I've had five clients over the last month that have been in situations like this. And fortunately, they reached out to me pretty early in the process about these, uh, about these collection agencies, or in this case, collection attorneys, because it, a collection attorney is, or an attorney in general, is who can sue you. Um, collection agent needs to have an attorney in order to sue you. So what these collection attorneys had did uh, was they, send the, they, they sent out these letters or they had someone actually serve my clients. And in the letter, it say you have 30 days to respond. And if you don't respond within this time frame, then we are going to go after a default judgment. And basically that is a judge signs off on it. They didn't show. They didn't respond. So they're guilty. The judgment goes on your credit report. What I found in all five of those cases where was the date that the clock started, the date that was on the letter was in some cases hit it, it had already passed the date in which my clients had to respond. Now I got, I, I got on top of it right away. I sent a certified letter return receipt stating this is the date that they received it. After I reviewed the letter with my client, they're like, nope, I don't feel confident that that balance is correct. So we were able to dispute the balance. It not only stopped the clock, it, we, we, we requested that they provide physical proof of in some cases, years of statements showing that the balance that they are stating that my client owed is actually correct. Now, I want to preface this by saying that I'm not an attorney. This is not legal advice. This is, uh, these are real cases that I've dealt with um, and that I will be dealing with that I want to report back to you on ways in which you can uh, handle it if you are in a situation or if you know someone who's in a situation. So, so the first step, yes, get the letter. If you get the, you know, get served, uh, review it, um, see what the dates are, review the balance. And if you, uh, and, and I would advise to then send out a certified letter, return receipt so that you know that they received it. Because I've seen so many cases where if you just send a letter back to them, they it just so happens to get lost. Not in all cases, but you want to be confident that this happens, uh, that they receive it. And what the return receipt does is as soon as they sign for it, which by doing this, it requires someone to sign for it, you're going to get a copy saying they signed for it on this date. And that's why it's so important. It costs, costs a little bit extra. I think 
you know, it's like seven or eight dollars. I go to the post office with my with my green slip and my certified uh, my certified slip. Give it to the postal clerk. They 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 go ahead and they send it out on you know on on my client's behalf. And like I said, it's it, they have to then prove that the amounts and even the account really belongs to my client because I've seen so many situations where these collection agents or collection attorneys, they just send out these bulk letters, not even checking or verifying that they really belong to the person that they are sending it to or the person that's being served because they know that there are people that will not respond or that they'll respond and they will pay. Um, and so like I want to, Again, preface that I'm not saying that all collection agencies are bad or all collection attorneys are bad. In fact, there's some that are local right here in our state that are really fair and they uphold the law to the T. I've just seen so many bad ones and I want to make sure that you are protected against that and you can sniff out when you're being, when they're trying to take advantage of you. Okay, so... The first step is to make sure that the debt is yours. And by sending the certified letter return receipt, they have to then provide you proof. Um, you know, whether it be 12 months worth of bank statements or whether you went to see the doctor and the doctor has the, the specific breakdown of the charges, then you review them and you can then make a decision on what the next step you want to do is now. Typically, if, if what they have, what they provide to you is accurate, they're going to come back and they're going to go through the process or they're going to continue with the process to get a judgment on you. You don't want to have a judgment on you. A judgment means that a judge has signed off stating that you are guilty and that you need to pay back the debt. Once they have a judgment on you, then they have options. If you work a full-time job and they find out where you work, they could garnish your wages. They could take up to, well... Then the, the, the amounts differ depending on what state you live in and depending on different factors. But I'm going to say 25% because that's what I see most often. So if you can imagine, um, you know, getting your check from your employer and it has 25%, it's 25% less than what you had always received. That's, that's a big problem, correct? Or you go to your bank account thinking that you have a good sum of money in it and all the money's been gone, has, has been taken out. Or if you own a home, they could attach a lien to your home. And there's other things that they could do to get their money. Uh, a judgment is up to 10 years. And then if they renew it, it could be another 10 years. And most of the cases, it gets reported to your credit report or a third-party credit report. So if you forget about it, you go to buy a home. I've seen situations where it wasn't on the it wasn't on the, the big three credit bureaus, Equifax, Experian, TransUnion. It was on a third-party credit report that that you we don't see from a from a consumer retail standpoint. And let's say it's the day before closing, you think that you're going to get your home. You're going to get the keys to your home the next day. And you find out that there's this $10,000 judge, $10, judgment 
that maybe it started off at 5,000, but over time, the, the interest uh, has increased and increased and now it's 10,000 and now you don't get to purchase your home. So these things are very important for you to pay attention to. They're very, it's very important for you to fight back. And these are a few tools that you have to first off recognize that this is serious. Know what you could do to start to protect yourself. And if you have any other questions, feel free to reach out to me. You can reach out to me at support at people, the number one financial.org. We are a nonprofit agency and we would love to hear your questions. We'd love to be able to assist you in any way possible. Hope to hear from you soon. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you found value in this episode, please share and leave a review on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Until next time, wishing you financial success. Take care.